0: Hi, my name is
1: Brooke. My name's Amanda and welcome to our devotions. It's time to do some Advent devotions that are a little different this year. We're taking everything out of the book, Faithful Families for Advent and Christmas by Tracy Smith. Uh, we'll be doing one devotion a week on Mondays and I think Brooke's going to be helping me with some questions and some activities for the family. And then she has to head out to do some school stuff and we'll finish up together. So this week's theme is hope. Uh, And so she invites us to reflect on the value of hope. And she says this, the first week of Advent is the week of hope. And in my house, we speak both Spanish and English. Sometimes it's fun to see how certain words in one language will help us to understand words in other languages. One example of this is the word Esperar, which means to wait. Hopefully the bendinos will tell me if i got that right or not. Esperar also means to hope. So in Spanish, hoping and waiting are the same word. This is very similar to how the Bible talks about hoping and waiting. Romans 8.25 says, But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait with patience. I wonder if that's because things we hope for don't always come to us right away. What connections can you make between waiting and hoping that makes sense for your family or for your church? Perhaps there's something specific your family is hoping or waiting for. Use the verse in Romans 8.25 to get your family conversation going. So you guys can discuss that today. I think there's something we're all hoping and waiting for, not just the Christ child, but certainly we're all hoping and waiting for an end to quarantine. Uh, we're hoping and waiting for a successful vaccine. We're hoping and waiting for a time when we can get together as a family uh, and as a church. So there's lots to be hoping for uh, in the future but Brooke has a couple of questions for you to consider.
0: What does it feel like to wait? Hmm? It is hard.
1: (laughs) It is hard.
0: I wonder what it hoping feels like.
1: What does hoping feel like?
0: Exciting because you know that something's gonna happen.
1: That's right. Hoping can be exciting. All right, and we have a couple of activities that you can try maybe this week uh, with your family or on your own, if they sound good to you, as a way of exploring hoping and waiting.
0: I wish we will post a picture of what I drew. That's right. Draw a picture of the things you hope for. Fill a box with your hopes and dreams. Keep your box private or share with your family members. Um plants, planting seeds can be a solution of hope. A symbol. Symbol of hope because it takes a long time for them to grow. Plant some plant some seeds and watch them grow. If it's if it's too cold to plant seeds now, make a plan to plant later.
1: Very good. Thank you, Brooke. I'll take a smooch. All right. Head to school.
0: Bye. I'm not going to school. I'm going to Sweetie and race. Uh, that's
1: fine too. <laughs> so this is a good week to be reflecting on, hoping, and waiting. and um, We are going to have Brooke draw a picture, and we're going to try and remember to post it. Um, please feel welcome to do your own or uh, let us know if any of those activities sound good to you. So we're also gonna explore a scripture. This week we're gonna look at the beginning of Matthew, which explores Jesus' family tree. Um, And it's Matthew 1, 1 through 6. An account of the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Pérez, and Zerah by Tamar, and Pérez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Aram, and Aram the father of Ahmedabad, and Ahmedabad the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Salman, and Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. She says, many people know their grandparents, and sometimes their great-grandparents. But what about knowing your great-great-great-great grandparents, or even further back than that? The only way to know someone that far away from you in years is through what's called genealogy. A genealogy is a record of ancestors going as far back as the record shows. Jesus' genealogy is written down two times in the Bible, and there are a variety of different biblical ancestors in each one. In Luke's genealogy, Jesus's ancestors go all the way back to God. The other genealogy in the Bible is Matthew's version. His version doesn't go as far back as God, but still has the names of many important men and women in Jesus's family tree. One of the great things about genealogy is that they remind us of where we have come from. The things we do in our lifetime may be recorded and remembered by someone 50 or 100 or even 500 years from now. As we learn more about the members of Jesus' family tree, we understand our own faith stories better. So her questions for you about this is, what do you know about your family tree? What do you know about relatives who lived long ago? Um, The joke is always when there's a lesson in carols or... Uh, Anytime you're reading a bunch of scriptures for Christmas, nobody wants to get the genealogy. Um, And yet, I've learned to love it in a way that I didn't when I was little and just listening to all those names, or heck, even when I was a grown-up for a while. Um, But it's a reminder that it's good to look back. It's good to remember where we came from. Now, Jesus's family tree isn't only full of uh, perfect people by far. you know, I love that the women that are mentioned are Ruth, who was a foreigner and uh, Rahab, who was a prostitute who was uh, saved uh, herself and her family when they were attacking Jericho. So and David, uh, despite being the greatest King Israel had is also a very complicated and uh, sinful person and so, but they are also incredibly faithful people in his genealogy. There were people that had, were doing their very best to follow God. So looking back at our own history teaches us about ourselves, and most often what it teaches us is that we are complicated and complex and we're almost never just one thing, um, but we're made up of all the, the people and the stories and the histories that made us. Um, my husband, for anyone who doesn't know, is an archivist and, um, and he loves doing genealogy. That's what he does for fun and relaxation. I can often see him on the computer looking up his own family and finding interesting facts and surprising facts about them and ways they were connected and articles about them in the newspaper. And um, it's a way of connecting to that history. It's a way of understanding your family different. And when we look back at Jesus's family, that's a part of our family as people of faith um, and how they shaped and formed us. And so um, the very first week of hope, which is about hoping and waiting, as we said, which is about patience, but also expectation. It's about looking back and looking forward. It's looking about how far we have come and about where we are headed and where we're going. Um, we're obviously all going to Bethlehem as we do every year, but we are, as I said yesterday and the week before, we are inching and moving in one step and one day and one year closer to God's ultimate reign, um, to catching glimpses of seeing the world the way that God wants it to be, not as it is now. And we can understand that and work towards that by looking at our past and what we have already accomplished and overcome and survived, uh, to give us the faith and the hope uh, and the expectation of what we will endure, survive, thrive and succeed at in the future, um, in the days and weeks and months and years ahead. Um, Like I said, we have many things that we are hoping for. We have many things to look forward to. Um, There are many things we can look back on this year to be so proud of uh, that we have made it through. The fact that we're here today, um, having done incredibly hard things, and we'll continue to do hard things in the future, but we go with a confidence of what we are capable of. So with that, I wish you great hope for this week. Uh, Let's go to God in prayer. God of hope. We are waiting for your son, Jesus Christ. We are expecting the good news that comes from the mouths of angels singing in the dark of night. We know that you will be coming to us in a way you had never come before at any point in history through this very small child who would become your son, who would become our savior and our Messiah. For all of that, we give thanks. For all of that, we give our praise to you and your faithfulness to us, even though our history is complicated and filled with people who are both faithful and sinful, just like us. That you have stuck with us throughout all of history and that you will continue to be with us this week in this Advent season. For all of that, we give thanks. We ask your blessing on this week as we wait and hope and prepare for Jesus. In his beautiful name we pray. Amen. As always, my friends, be well, be safe, keep hoping.